Oh, how's everybody doing? Y'all doing all right? Good. I do have to say, Cameron. You can just put it on. Yeah, you can do that. We don't need it yet. I just didn't want to be in front of it. It felt awkward. So, Cameron, I have to say, I was thinking this um, during the Fruit Ninja game, real quick. I uh, I was really worried about that game. Re like, really worried about that game. Like, I was standing up, waiting to, like, run to someone's aid. But I will say, I think it went really well. What do you, what do you guys think? Fourteen was the official number, but yes, I think. Yeah, I was I was really impressed, and it was really high, fun. High level. So I just level. needed to give Cameron some props for uh, the props. Fruit Ninja game. Get it, props. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, props. I thought it was good. I thought it was exciting. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> so anyway, mm. so hey guys, um, we're really excited because we are wrapping up our series more than friends this morning, and I thought it would be really really fun to start by asking Cameron if he had a, ever had a moment, because I was reading some like funny, you know, pickup lines last night and, and things that guys say to girls sometimes, you know, and I know I've had a few funny ones. And so I was curious, Cameron, have you ever said anything ridiculous to try to get a girl's attention? Um, I mean, I don't have like a cheesy pickup line. I didn't like do the whole like he's up in heaven stuff, <laughs> but I did. Um, I was at an establishment and um, I walked up to this girl and I just, I can't, and I, it's kind of embarrassing to even say, but I just walk up to her and I'm like, hey girl, <laughs> out of everybody in this whole place, I was like, you're the only one that caught my eye. Did you say congratulations? I d no, I did not say congratulations. I wish you would have. I mean, it would have probably been better, but I, I'll say this, she hung out with me that evening and then we exchanged phone numbers and it wasn't a total bust, but it wasn't because of the line, I'll be honest. It was it was a hundred and fifty percent not because of that line. I think one of the the favorite ones that I've ever experienced is I was sitting at a restaurant, um, and I don't even I actually I don't actually remember who the guy, but <laughs> which probably speaks to how how well it worked. But uh, you know how you have those little uh, sh like those packets that have like your sugar and you know all sweet and lows and all that, and uh, he picked one out of the sugar packet, and he kind of threw it in front of me and he goes, hey. You dropped your name tag. And I was like, <laughs> so funny. I'm not gonna lie, that's but he like didn't. He, he I don't remember him, but I remember the line. I thought it, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> you okay. know, so. I feel like credit the due though. Like that's at least clever. Like somebody put some forethought. Right. In that. That's what I thought. I I think I I'm gonna be brave for a second. I'm gonna go off okay. script for a Follow second. I'm curious if heart. anyone out here has said something funny to get someone's attention before and is brave enough to admit one? it just right off the cuff i'm curious well, it's not about me it's about my dad meeting my mom uh when they both went to a bar with their friends and he he walked up to my mom he was like hi my name's reggie i'll give you a second to catch your breath oh my gosh <laughs> confidence level 10. i can't wait to see your dad that's gonna be hilarious catch your breath girl does, this, it, does anybody else have one Ben, I, I don't feel comfortable giving Harrison the microphone. I'm no, going to be honest. No, you never should. It's a dangerous I game. I lost my number. Can I have yours? Yes. Uh, did you say that to somebody? Have you used it? Okay. Girls, would that work for you? Absolutely Okay, not. I just, I want to test it out for you first.
Anybody else? Just because this is fun. I've got a Wendy's gift card. You want to split a Baconator? <laughs> Would that work? Anybody? Are you McDonald's because I'm loving or something? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's All right. I've heard that one. It is not as friendly. As All right. One. So in in light of that, in light of that, I thought it would be fun to give away another highway shirt. Cool. To, I know. Well, then you can't win it. We're going to play one more little game. We're going to play one more little game in honor of funny things. And since we're talking about relationships, I have two pieces of paper that have some pretty dumb pickup mm. lines on them. Let's and see. I need two volunteers to come up, and you, you have to not get embarrassed, because, It's you embarrassment know, factor 10. It could be, but I'm going to give a shirt to the first per to the person who wins. Now, the way it's going to work is you're going to read them back and forth, and the first person to laugh out loud, is and we're going to be the judge. Is this awkwardly enough, close enough? Yeah, sure. All right, so who, who wants to do this? Why don't you pick, Cameron? All right. I mean, you're the only one brave enough on this side of the, on this side of the fence. So, you're up. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, you can look at those. Yeah, go any, for it. Any, many, miny, mo, catch a tiger by its toe. Any, many, <laughs> miny, mo. My mother said to pick the very best one, and you are it. All, All right, right come on, come on up, Josh. So the way this works is, you this guys. This is gonna get awkward. I'll be honest with you. You guys don't have to go in order. You can pick whatever ones you want. And depending on how quickly people break, we might say, like, the first to laugh three times loses. Yeah. We're going to feel this out. We're going to be honest. So All right. Look, so you're already cracking. Okay, That's what I'm saying. We, we got to get, you, get your game face on. All right. Everybody, look. All right. You're falling apart. She's just so reading bad. them on the paper and giggling. All right. Let's let Josh go first. Was your dad a boxer? Because you're definitely a knockout. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, we're going to give her another chance. I'm bad at this. Five laughs and you're out. Five laughs and you're out. Five laughs? I mean, it's one on one. Okay. Are you my phone charger? Because without you, I'd die. Is your name Wi-Fi? Because I'm definitely feeling a connection. Is your dad a terrorist? Because you're the bomb. <laughs> Are you a parking ticket? Because you've got fine written all over <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, it's, it might come down to who doesn't laugh. All right. Is your name you Google? Because you have everything I've been searching for.
They say Disneyland's the happiest place on earth. Well, apparently no one's ever been standing next to you. You must be a broom, because you just swept me off my feet. <laughs> That's both. That's both. That's it. Oh, and you're done. Oh. Oh. Right. I, I counted on you, man. A few sacks, and we'll give you a oh, treat. Okay. Let me see this. You just give it to me. What, yes. what, which ones did we give not them hit? A, give them a round of applause. Which ones did we not hit? Look, here, you look at this one. All right. All right, let's finish just this up. In, just in case y'all are curious what some of the other ones right. were. Are you a magician? Because whenever I look at you, everyone else disappears. Ooh. What about this one, Cameron? I'm waiting. Call me Shrek, because I'm head ogre heels for you. Oh, no. I'm not a photographer, but I can picture you and me together. <laughs> Is your face McDonald's? Because I'm loving it. That was bad. All right, let's see. Would you grab my arm so I could tell my friends I've been touched by an angel? Oh. All right, last one. Here we go. Wait. I, I got more. Can you take me to the doctor? Because I just broke my leg falling for you. That was a bad way to end. That was a bad way to end. Boo. All right, one more, Cameron. All right, one more for me. We got I'm other things to do. I'm Besides just here. read. Pick up lines. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> Do you know what my shirt is made of? Boyfriend material. Ew, Allie liked that one. You're welcome. All right. Everybody's game just got that much better. I can tell. You know nice. what? Yeah, we deserve a round. Yeah, everybody. Round of applause for whoever made those No, for me lines. and you, because we're awesome. <laughs> Somebody's humble. Um, so anyway, just in, in, in honor of our series, More Than Friends, um, a little recap in case you haven't been here like Vanya. Um, we've been talking about this idea of more than friends, obviously, and some of the things that we talked about was Cameron got up here and he told the lovely story that I feel like is everyone's favorite story now, where he got hit by a girl twice. I got hit by a car, not a girl. Oh, a car, might be. I mean, a girl was driving the car, but. A girl in her car, sorry about that. That's not my proudest moment. Twice. It was you know? twice. And so what he learned, probably a long time after that, was that when you start to like someone, just don't break up with your brain. We do so many silly things when we're in love. Like get hit or with when a we car like twice. Exactly. So that's what we talked about our first week. Don't break up with your brain. The second week, we took some of you guys' questions, and you guys asked questions like, well, why date? What's the point of dating? When do you date? And all that good stuff. And so we came up, Sam and I came up here, and we talked about it a little bit, and we told some of our story. But what we came up with was that dating refines you, not defines you. You like that? Got a nice ring? It doesn't, it doesn't tell you who you are. You date because you already know who you are. And that's what we talked about was you can date when you're okay with you. That just makes sense, right? So anyway, as Cameron's eating the apple. I was sharing. And then last week, and then we'll get on to this week. Last week we talked, and Maddie was up here, and if you didn't get to hear her story, she was talking about breakups, which are so much fun, yeah. Um, she talked about breakups, and she said that breakups don't have to break you. 
Breakups don't have to break you. And she talked about her story and um, how God calls us to be strong and courageous and to step into that new territory when we leave a relationship um, and trust in the plans that he has for us. So that's a little bit of what we've been talking about. But we were looking at some of your questions, and for this last week, we thought we would talk a little bit to those. So, Bailey, if you could put up those questions for me. We're going to take a little review so you guys can see what you guys asked. You said, what do you do if the relationship changes and it's different feeling? Should you just wait and see what happens? It's a good question. Hmm. Are you going to do that after I might. every question? Oh, okay, I like it, it. Okay, here we go. Um, when is it okay to move on? Mm. All right. Then we've got, how do you know mm. if your relationship, not yet, if your relationship <laughs> is a keeper? Mm. Come yeah, on, yeah, y'all. that's good, that's good. Get on this. Mm. Just wait till I finish the question, okay? Right, Here we sorry. go. How do you know when you are in an abusive relationship? Uh. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good, that's r actually a really great question. Um, how do you figure out if you are on the same level? Mm. All right, and the very last one, what do you do if the person is another religion? Mm. Thank you. Mm. It's nice to have crowd participation. I'm telling you, um, this, is, this is engagement level 10 right now. So when we looked at some of these questions, and we really appreciate you guys when we, when we put out those question boxes and you guys respond, um, you know, because it's nice not just be talking, you know, it's nice to hear what you guys think sometimes. <coughs> so anyway, what we wanted to do, when we were looking at those questions, we were kind of trying to gain what, what's the overall theme of these questions and what kind of what, what, what we came up with is we realized that a lot of those questions were asking the question, should I stay or should I go, right? Should I stay or Who should I go? Who knows that song or are we just Does anyone know ourselves? that song? Raise your hand if you've heard that Grant's song. Grant's going to try to play it at the end of service. <laughs> should I stay or should oh, I go? It's because of Stranger Things, not because we're current. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. So when it comes to dating, that was the question that we felt like a lot of people were asking was, when do I know to get out and when do I stay? And so before we talk a little bit about ourselves, um, we thought we would hear from like you guys. Go ahead, Cameron. Well, you go. Oh, what I thought you were going to ask the question. I thought I was walking around with the mic. You are. We don't All right, well. here we go. Uh, Communication yeah, red flag. Okay, here we go. We should go. The this question that we want to know from you is, what do you think makes a healthy relationship? And I am looking so when you guys are thinking about relationships, whether you've been in one or haven't yawning? been in one, what do you think? And I'm going to write them up here. All right, do you have an answer? What do you think makes a healthy relationship? Oh, oh. can I hold it or no? Okay. Oh, it's okay. Um, I, th I mean, even though I'm only like 14 and like some of y'all are like 30 or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, like, or more. no, <laughs> um, I think a healthy relationship is like where you love each other and like you are moving too fast and then, uh, you don't, you don't lie. It's all truthful. And you love each other all the time. No, no, no. not going to disagree. Anybody else have what defines a healthy relationship? Nope. Don't even look at me. Nobody has an idea over here? No what? No car hitting. It's accurate. It's very accurate. So don't, basically no physical abuse. <laughs> I think it's really. Mm -hmm. uh, I am, I am, I'm giving a broader stroke to 
to a specific example. Anybody else have anything? I'm coming back there then. I actually didn't see you. I was looking around at the lower levels of the audience. 10% less, 10 less sass would be effective. I feel like you guys are missing the most basic one. Wow. Um, You're starting with shade? <laughs> Communication. Communication. I apologize for all the sass you got before that answer. Yeah, maybe less sass in a good relationship. Let, yeah, wait, who said it? Attitude. Gotta have gratitude in that attitude. Gratitude in your attitude. All right, what else we got? Nobody else? Don't shake your head at me. I'm walking in your direction. Don't panic. What is something that makes a good relationship? Oh. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Good call. All right. You got me? We got over here? All right, let's go. Respect. Boom. Spell it out for me, Travis. Find out. What it means to me. Nick, you got something for me? Is it going to be inappropriate? No. Okay. You got to eat the healthy foods. Okay, sure. Dietary restrictions, apparently, for some. You got something for me, Gilbo? No, an apple core. That's not, that's not helpful. Anybody else? Sorry for the physical abuse. Is that it? Who said, it? Who said something? Compromise. Compromise. <laughs> She's saying compromise for those who can't get that. All right, how many you want? Two more? Two more. Two more. One, two. Riley, don't blow this. This is your moment. <laughs> no cheesy pickup lines. Disagree. Don't write that. <laughs> the best relationships are built on cheesy pickup lines. All right. All right, last but not certainly least. No trust issues. No trust issues. Because if you got an issue, is a tissue. Get it? That's a joke I heard once. All right. Trust. So this is some stuff we wrote down. Crushed it. No, no. I think that's some good stuff. It is good stuff. I, I would like an, a little more explanation with the healthy food one. Maybe later. All right, so I'm not going to define it for you, but I'm going to tell you an example because I'm pretty good at examples, and these aren't going to be as funny because I don't – first off, I don't know why you guys thought it was so hilarious that I was struck by a motor vehicle more than once. It's actually super painful on both accounts. Um, but I'm going to tell some stories, and I'm going to let you guys judge if it was time to stay or go, okay? So I was dating this, this young lady. And we'd been together for about a year, and she got super, super controlling to the point where, like, every time I would make plans with my friends, she would, like, be, like, call me. She's like, I'm so sick. I'm so ill. I need you to come take care of me, please. Like, and she'd give me this huge, long, sad story, and I was like, well, I feel guilty. And I would go there, and then she wouldn't be sick, like, at all. And this would happen over and over again. And then she kept trying to, like, she kept introducing things into the relationship that were, I guess, like, locking me in. So, like, we got a puppy together. It was weird. It was weird. I'll be honest. You can judge me if you need. 
I don't have the puppy. No. The puppy went so in the split. She she started so seriously like and so these little things that I started noticing was she didn't want me hanging out with my friends. She didn't want me spending time away from her. She was kind of trying to like control what I did because she would say like no don't go hang out with friends. I'm like well I need to spend time with my friends and then all of a sudden she was sick and then she was using this dog and and all of a sudden I realized that there was a bunch of stuff that was controlling us and we weren't growing together and we were stagnant. So if you guys get this wrong, I'll be really appalled. Should I have stayed or should I have gone? Okay. Everyone that said stayed was so epically wrong. It was time to go. It was the dog. It's a, you, can't, you can't base decisions about a dog. So I broke up with, I broke up with her and the dog. It's real. I don't know what happened to the dog. I, she kept the dog in the, in the split. But listen, the... <laughs> The dog is not the, the focal point of the story. I feel like I'm glad we picked up the fruit. <laughs> I, I, I know. I feel like I'm being... Gosh, we this, might have gotten it back. This is worse than the, than the car story. It, I don't even know. If I'm, it was a Yorkie. I didn't want that thing. Anyway. Anyway, the point is, the point is, there were things in the relationship that I started to notice. But the biggest theme was the fact that she was limiting... Everything but her. Everything in my life had to focus around her. And she did it in a controlling and a manipulative way that was super dangerous because she was alienating me from my friends, she was alienating me from my family, and she was trying to control me through emotions. And I can tell you guys right now, there's bad signs. Those are big red flags. So that was my my ghost story. Is that a good one? Ghost yeah. story? Yeah. Um, the next one is going to be a little more, a um, little more real, a little more authentic, and I ask for some judge, no, no judgment in the sense that um, I'm going to share some real stuff. Um, so coming out of college, I had a lot of uh, drama. Let's just say drama. We'll wrap it up, make it easy. We had some family turmoil. Um, college is not the most stressless thing, and I, I kind of approached college all wrong. In, uh, in the sense that I was like, I don't want any debt, I don't want any, which is not bad, but I basically worked a full-time job and a night job and was a full-time student, had tons of family turmoil, and I had become quite friendly with um, whiskey. I drank it regularly. And to a point where it was, it was super unhealthy. And at this time in my life is when I actually met my wife, Megan. And so this is kind of a, uh, her space story, I guess, more than mine. But um, we kind of get together, and I'm doing a lot of things in my consumption of, of this certain beverage that are not healthy. Um, and they're all things that she should have left for. Because the reality is that kind of behavior is not okay. But one thing that I think was super important was that there was progress. In the sense that when I got together with her, we both decided that we were going to kind of live a better life. We both kind of agreed that we wanted goals and we had ambitions for what we wanted for ourselves and what we wanted for our future as, as individuals and as a couple. And even though I still drank a fair share of alcohol when we first got together, every day was a little bit better. Every day we were taking steps together and setting up accountability, holding each other accountable, challenging each other, pushing each other, to the point where, to this day, I think it's been 
I haven't had an, an alcoholic beverage in four and a half years. Don't touch it. And it's because of the commitment and the accountability and ultimately the growth that came from that relationship. See, we can't make the decisions just on the behaviors. We have to look at the trajectory of the relationship. And that's kind of what I'm sharing in these two stories is the trajectory of that first relationship was going downwards, was stagnant, wasn't going anywhere. And, you know, a dog, we joke about it like, oh, it was just a dog together. But, like, that dog was a hinge point of unhealthy behavior. And then this other relationship, which is now my wife and family, and it's all awesome, good stuff, there was still bad behavior there that I had to address. But the fact is that there was growth. There was change. And it, it helped us both become the people we wanted to be. So those are my, my two stories. I think Jen's going to drop some, yeah, that's some good. sweet knowledge on us. No, I, I just, uh, hearing those stories, and I think about how, I think sometimes when we get into relationships, we don't realize um, the influence that we're giving, you know, to someone else and the power of relationships for really amazing things, but also sometimes um, for things that are unhealthy. And so um, I think about for myself, um, I remember a relationship that I was in, um, and I'm, I think that you're probably going to, know whether it's my gay or slay story but um i remember this particular relationship and um you know we both we met um he was one of my brother's good friends and our families were really good friends and so you know we're i was like ah oh, this is great it was my first boyfriend so you know i was like okay you know parents know each other i like his family uh all of that and so you know we're going along and um one of the things though that i remember after being in the relationship a little bit um, was I, there were times where I really felt like I just couldn't be myself. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in one of those situations. Um, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I can be pretty silly. And, uh, <laughs> and if you think I'm silly now, I was like super silly when I had my first boyfriend. And, um, yeah, yeah, pretty awkward too. Um, but there were so many times that I felt like I had to act differently. I had to act older. I had to, um, act serious, had to, you know, kind of hold back from who I was um, to be in a relationship with this person. And, and so that was, for me, it should have probably been one of the first kind of red flags was that if, you know, if you're not, if you really can't be who you are, then it's, you know, if you feel stifled, that's probably not a very a very good sign, right? Um, and, and one of the other things that I think about as this relationship kind of went on was that we only ever could hang out with his friends, um, for some reason, the people, and not all my friends, not saying everybody has to like every single friend that you have, but um, there were some people that were really important in my life um, that I, I wanted him to have a relationship with that he, he just wasn't about, he wasn't interested in, you know? And so for me, that was a really hard, a hard moment that probably should have been uh, a little bit of a red flag. Um, and then the last one that I think about um, for me was, uh, this was kind of around the time I was starting to try to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and all that good stuff. And um, I really had this dream. I wanted to go and teach inner city kids um, in Baton Rouge. I'd been in teaching and um, I'd been studying that. And as I was thinking about it, um, and I really wanted to do this, he just wasn't supportive of the things that I dreamed to do. you know. And it was kind of that little passive aggressive comments about things that I was really passionate about doing. And um, I think that, honestly, that was one of those things, that was one of the things that really brought it brought it to my attention and we finally broke up, was that we were going in two different, completely different directions. 
And I realized that if we were going to stay together, I would, I would have to give up on some of the dreams that I had for my life, things that I felt like God had put in my heart that had he had prepared my life for. Um, and so for me, when I, th when I think about those things for you guys, um, and like Cameron said, relationships are so much about growth, you know, and um, you want to be with someone who nurtures that growth and helps you grow. Um, and so that's my ghost story. Um, but my stay story um, I am, I'm married to a guy named Revel, and one of the things that I've always loved about Revel, if you know Revel, he is, he's like a hippie, like he's super laid back, and I loved that when I was in a relationship with him, I felt free, you know, I felt like he wasn't keeping tabs on me, I could, I could have friends, he wanted to know my friends, um, and that was really amazing, I felt like I could be goofy, because he's super goofy, you know, um, my, our first date, he, he said, uh, he called me and he said, hey, do you think that you would be willing to let me nourish and entertain you this evening? <laughs> I was like, what are you even saying? That's so silly. But I, I don't know. I just went for it. I was like, that's awesome. I love that you didn't use the word date because that freaks me out, you know? Um, so, so when I think about some of the things, my stay story, um, but Rebel uh, wasn't perfect. Um, he had some issues coming into the relationship, had some habits that... Um, that bothered me a lot. Um, some of them were, were drinking things and things like that. And, um, well, you know, the things that come along with, with drinking alcohol that aren't great. But, um, but, and also he was very, very new to faith when we first met. And, um, but something that actually made me stay was as he began to get involved in community here, we got involved in a community group together and so we kind of began to grow. Um, I noticed that he would go to the, the New Orleans mission and serve with Sam a lot, and, and that caught my eye. I was like, oh, there's something really cool about this guy. He's new to faith, but he's joining a community group, and he's going, and he's serving. You know, I thought that was really beautiful and amazing. And so, um, so we continued to get, get to know each other. And, and so for me, ultimately, um, what it made me stay was that I saw that we were growing when we were together, and we could grow together, but we also could grow separately. We could have our own things going on and encourage each other in that. So, um, you know, and long story short, we got married, and it's awesome. But um, so that's my stay story, and uh, we just wanted to share some of these stories with you guys um, just to kind of make it more personal um, for, for you guys when you're in relationships and you're trying to decide whether you go or whether you stay. Um, I really think it really just comes down to growth. And um, I want to throw this verse up, and then we'll start wrapping it up. But um, Bailey, if you could put that up. There's a, there's a moment where Jesus is talking to his disciples, um, and he is, he's talking about plants and gardening. And he says this. He says, I'm the real vine, and my father's the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes, and every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Um, and so the reason that we chose this um, in thinking about relationships is that um, Jesus' greatest desire for all of us and, and, and our lives are meant to be in relationship with Jesus. He is the one that will fulfill us more than any other human ever can. He's the one that can give us life and a purpose. And so our first mission in life is to connect with Jesus um, and so, you know, Jesus says, I'm the vine, you know, and a vine is what gives life to the branches on a plant, right? 
And so our first calling is really just to be connected to that vine and to grow into the plans and the plans that God has for us. And so sometimes to grow in, our pl- in the plans that God has, has for us, it might mean this word pruning, which just means to cut back. You know, so sometimes we might be in a relationship that's unhealthy, and what God is calling us to do so that we can continue to grow is to prune, you know, and, and is to, to maybe take out some of those things in our lives that aren't allowing us to grow, you know. And so um, because ultimately, like I said, we're called to grow. And um, so when we're thinking about should I stay or should I go, the bottom line that we came up with this morning was you're not growing, we'll get going, right? If you're not growing, get going, um, because ultimately our greatest call is to know Jesus, to love him, and to be alive in the world and fulfill our purpose, and we need people around us um, that are going to help us on that journey. So yeah, Cameron? So we thought about doing the 120 seconds, and we kind of thought, well, more than just having you guys stop and think about this stuff, I just kind of wanted to, to drive it home a little bit further in this idea of communion. So going along the same line of thought that Jen has been saying here and, and really playing into that is this, this concept of the first and most important relationship that we invite you guys into is a relationship with God. Because ultimately that relationship is what's going to be driving growth in every relationship that you have. And I'm not just talking about you know, romantic ones. We've, we've focused a lot about the romantic side of things, but when we say relationships, it can be your friendships, it can be your parents, it can be your siblings, or it can be your, your romance life or however you spin it. But the fact is, when we focus on this relationship first, it absolutely changes and shapes the way we do every other relationship. And so I guess in this time, I want to invite you guys, we're going um, to serve you guys communion. To remember, will you, will you like model it while I say it? Or will you sit while I say it? To just remind you guys that you were already loved so much. And everything you do from this point forward should just be a reflection of that love. You were loved so much that Jesus' body was broken. And his blood was shed. Because that's the much amount of commitment that he has for you. That is the level that he cares for each and every one of you. And when you really accept that, when we really start with that vine, every other relationship is going to reflect it. So, I kind of have really uneven stacked rooms. Um, But let's say, basically, y'all come get some communion from Jen. Everyone over here, come get communion from me. And then we'll uh, we'll pray and uh, we'll worship.